Well, good morning. Okay, the front is really awake and alive. How about you guys back there? Good morning. All right. Why don't you guys get your Bibles out and your notebooks and turn to James chapter 1. Uh, if you don't already know me, I'm Patrick. Hans, give me a nice introduction there. I'm one of the elders here and have the privilege of teaching you the Word today. Uh, but before we jump in to the text, I'm going to need participation from all of you, especially you kids, because I know you guys like to participate. Uh, James is going to talk a lot about hearers and doers. And I'm also going to say those words, so you're going to hear me say those words a lot. And when you do hear me say, hearers, you're going to respond with, we're listening. So let's try this. Hearers. Awesome. Great job. Okay. Now he's also going to say doers. And I want you guys to respond with, because of Jesus. So let's try that. Doers. Great job. Now let's try both. We're going to play a little game here. All right. Doers. Hearers. Hearers. Doers. Great job. Man, I think we can just pack it up and, nope, we're going to keep going. Okay, well, let's jump into James chapter 1, verse 22 here. And as I'm saying the verse, there is going to be doers and hearers, and I want you to repeat those phrases, okay? But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, He is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in the mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. How many of you look into a mirror? Okay. I think all of us have probably used a mirror. How many of you do poses in front of a mirror? Come on, be on. Yeah, there's some, uh uh-huh. Yeah, you know, a couple of my favorites are, uh, you start looking, you're like, is that a zit? Oh, bop! Gross, yeah. Um, Or you you start looking at, like, oh, yeah, you guys are like, yeah, I got some good, yeah, look at that gun show. Uh Uh-huh, that way to the beach, okay. So, we all know that, the purpose of a mirror is to see ourselves from a better perspective and to make improvements upon our appearance. You know, it's a useful tool. Now, would you use a mirror, seeing a booger coming down right there, and not wipe it off? No, of course you would wipe off the booger. It'd be silly and gross not to. So you boys, correcting you right now, you need to wipe the boogers off when you see them in the mirror, okay? So <clears throat> we're going to find that James uses this metaphor of a mirror to explain a truth that is literally reflecting in our face. Let's break down this text. Starting in verse 22, he uses the word doers. Because of Jesus. Jesus. Good, some of you are still awake. What is he pleading with us to do? It's the word. Whose word? Well, God's. Does the word of God tell us to do things? Yes. Yes. Kids, what are some things that Jesus tells us to do? Come on, guys. What do you guys think? Let's go ahead and yell it out. Come on, Caleb McEwen. I know you can do it. 
Isaac. Yeah, honor your, your parents, yes, definitely. Something I was thinking of was uh, to love God and to love your neighbor. Yeah, great things. Now, why would we do anything for Jesus? Why would we do anything for him? Ah, yes, it's because of the gospel. See, if you're taking notes, this is the first point. Oh, I got a point there, okay. Maybe. There... Okay, we got it. All right, a doer does because Jesus did. A doer does because Jesus did. Now, to understand the gospel, we need to acknowledge what is humanity's stance toward God. You see, we rebelled against our Creator, against our Lord, our King, our God. We sinned against God creating a wall of sep- that separates us from relationship with him. The good news is that Jesus, despite our sin, came down, lived a sinless life, and dies on the cross. But who should have died on that cross? Us. Why us? Well, it's because sin requires a payment of death in order to be wiped clean. Let me give you an example. It's really silly. But say you want to buy a sandwich. Right? Who likes sandwiches? I do. You have to pay $10 for that sandwich. <laughs> no free lunches here. So, <clears throat> but let's say you want to live a life of sin and selfishness. Well, in order to do that, God, according to the word, says you have to pay with eternal death that separates you from him. And then you are cast into outer darkness. Now, that does not sound good. Not at all. But what is good is that Jesus pays that debt by dying on the cross for our sins. And then he proves it by resurrecting from the dead, defeating death. And then he ascends into heaven. He does this, all of this, to give us, each one of us, the chance to make a decision to follow Christ or continue in a rejection of him. Now, assuming that we choose him. Let's move forward. But assuming that he, we choose him, what is the direction of our life to be? According to James, it is to be a doer because of Jesus. Yes, we're to be doers because of Jesus. Now, James continues the thought and says, not hearers only. We're listening. Good. I'm glad you're still listening. Yes, to hear is to listen, but James is going to make it clear that following our Lord Jesus can't be done by just hearing. Otherwise, you're deceiving yourselves. How would we deceive ourselves, you might say? Well, let's go back to the mirror as James speaks about it, and James uh, says in verse 23, for if anyone is a hearer, of the word and not a doer, 
He is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in the mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. See, hearing the word only is like looking at a mirror and forgetting what you look like. In this metaphor, what is the mirror? It's the word of God. What is the purpose of looking into the word of God? It's to be transformed by God into the likeness of his son, Jesus Christ. Now, this is the second point for you note-takers. There it is. Reflecting Jesus requires the mirror of God's word. Reflecting Jesus requires the mirror of God's word. Let me remind you of a couple verses. First, in whose image were we created according to Genesis 1.26? You guys can say God's. We're creating God's image. Now, we all have an image we reflect. Some of you probably have heard a few times how much you look or act like your parents. However, we are to reflect much more than just our parents. You see, we are to reflect the image of God. But honestly, we haven't done a great job of that because of our sin. That's why we need that Bible to help us see what God really looks like and have our reflection become more resolute of Christ. Now look at uh, Hebrews 4.12 here. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. See, his word gets to the point. It's better than any lightsaber or Jedi mind trick. It reveals what my true desires are and what's at the very root of them. If I desire to be a doer, because Jesus, yep, there you go, then I want to reflect Jesus. I want to be like him. I want to grow and growth is the key in being a doer because of Jesus. See, we're not perfect, but we're being transformed just like a seed transforms into a plant. And this leads me to Matthew 13, 23. As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case, a hundredfold, in another, sixty, and in another, thirty. See, what happens when the sower casts the seed on good soil? It grows into a plant and bears fruit. And Jesus says that the seed is the word of God and that we are the soil. When our heart is receptive to God's word, we are then transformed, allowing the fruit of God to grow. And the fruit of God is to do the things that reflect God. So what does reflecting God look like? Well, simply put, we love God and we love others. We love our neighbor. These are the greatest commandments according to Jesus. This is what it is to be a 
doer because of Jesus. We need to be in the word in order to, for it to be a mirror that shows us whether or not we are being a doer. We need the word to know what God looks like. We need the word to allow God to transform us into a doer because of Jesus. And this leads to my third point. Doers look in the mirror of God's word. Doers look in the mirror of God's word. Ask yourself, do I allow the word of God to be the mirror in my life? You use a mirror to make sure you don't have any boogers on your face. Will you actually use God's word by his spirit to remove the mischaracterization of Jesus you reflect and replace it with the true image of Jesus? If you're struggling to say yes, I want you to ask yourself a couple of questions. First, what is it about myself that I don't want to change for God? What is it about myself that I don't want to change for God? You should write that down. The next question I have for you, what is it about Jesus' image that I don't want to become like? What is it about Jesus' image that I don't want to become like? In order to help you not be deceived, let me be clear that the mirror you use is critical to answer these questions. In preparing this teaching, I've recognized ungodly mirrors that I've used throughout my life. For one, letting the world dictate what I am to look like. We often stare into that. Don't be deceived. It's only going to lead you away from Christ. Another mirror that I've stared into are my expectations based on my experience and desire. You see, I, I did at one point desire to be loved unconditionally. And that sounds so good. And was drawn to Jesus because of his sacrificial love. But as an arrogant high schooler, I took the love of Jesus to make myself feel better. Not to be freed from sin. And I thought, oh yeah, God, he loves me as I am, so I don't actually need to be changed. Rather than look into the word to tell me who God is, I decided who God is and what he looks like. And he says, he loves me no matter what I do, even in unrepentant sin. And that, I hold on to that love that just forgives even my unrepentant heart and that gets me to heaven. Wrong. That's false. I soon went through difficulties that tested this. My, my dreams of comfort were crushed. And I found myself at first angry with God. My expectations were not met. And I started to realize that I was trying to be God in my life. I was 
led out of this false mirror of Christianity by deciding to let God be God. And so I got into his word. I started going to a church that taught his word and began submitting myself to him and his word. And I became a doer because of Jesus, which doesn't mean perfect, but I was allowing the work of God by his word and spirit to change me bit by bit to reflect Jesus. And I will continue to look into the mirror of God's word to change me. Will you challenge yourself and others to do the same? Not just hear the word, deceiving yourself, but be a doer because of Jesus, a doer of the word. Don't let this week go by without applying this truth you're covering. I don't want you to miss out on the blessing that this leads to, which James chapter 125 talks about. Let's jump back in there. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. Look at how he describes this law. It is one of liberty and freedom. Who gave us freedom from sin? Jesus. Jesus. Great school answer. Great. Who fulfilled the law? Jesus. Where do we go to understand these two truths? The word. So look to the word to see Jesus. Not just thinking about him, but read about him. To understand the gospel and to do so constantly, not as hearers alone, but as doers because of Jesus. There you'll find that this transforming work of Christ, which leads us to take action in order to reflect Jesus, is blessing. And as you are loved by Jesus and his people and grow in loving God and others, you will understand the blessing of these edifying relationships. So let us all be a people who respond to the love of God in action.